of November so that's why we should just remember to go to church tomorrow first Friday dedicated to the sick heart of Jesus so that's why we should not forget to do that and then we have first Saturday dedicated to the Immaculate Mary so don't forget that as well and just enable yourself to just be one with our Lord and to just see how God will just keep on helping you grow and increase yourself in virtue and increase your confidence and to increase in every way possible that you you can as a true worker of Christ and for you to not give up even though things may seem like a struggle and no tomorrow just don't give up giving up is never an option giving up is telling yourself that you're giving up on God and my friends remember when you have that lack in trust in God it it provokes God's anger Always remember that. There's many examples in the scripture where God did show his wrath when there was a lack in confidence and a lack in trust in God providing. And God made his move to make an emphasis like, Hello, I love you so much. I've taken you out of the terrors of night and then this is what you do. <laughs> so, not that, I'm, not that I'm laughing like a joke, but I'm just saying that you never want to provoke God. Therefore, Allow yourself to be victorious every single moment you feel that sense of like, ugh, where's the joy in all this? Ah, why is that happening for me? Like all those like heavy, 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 heavy thoughts in your head. Don't let it ever get to your head. Be like, not today. Enemy, get out of my face. Flee with the power and name of Jesus Christ. Flee from my face and be gone. Be gone be gone and leave me alone be gone forever but he'll come around when you when he thinks that like you're not ready and you have your guys dad nope you you try your best and let god handle the rest so no matter what you're going through no matter what struggles or how busy you are you're never busy for god Never busy for God. Make time for God. There's no excuse that like, oh, I'm too busy. Therefore, I got to quit this or step down from this. Like, no. When it comes to God, busy is not an option. Quitting is not an option. Making excuses is not an option. So therefore, take it seriously. Especially if you're involved in any ministry. Don't take it lightly. You take it seriously because God called you to build his kingdom. Not for you to just have a label on your forehead and be like, yeah, I lead this. No, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes, right? And focus on that behind the scenes, which is on yourself, on yourself, glorifying God, magnifying God through you. And that's the most important thing that we have to be accountable when we face God face to face one day. Because God's gonna be like, I gave you all the opportunities. What did you do with it? I gave you the time you needed. What did you do with it? What? I gave you all the resources that you needed. What did you do with it to build my kingdom? Right? Like, not that I'm saying, like, God's, like, this authoritative, like, father in heaven. No, I'm saying how he provides for you to do what you need to do. He doesn't just call you to do ministry and then leaves you, like, abandoned for you to be, like, scratching for resources. No, he provides for you. He connects you. He gives you what you need to grow and to flourish and keep on building his kingdom so therefore when everything seems like it's falling apart 
in trust in our Lord. Trust more, and the more you trust, the more the enemy will try to break that trust. As hard as it will be for the enemy, it will be really easy for you to keep on persevering. Because why? When you keep your eye on the prize of our Lord Jesus Christ, there should not be, be any distraction. So, with that said, thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast, another episode. Please subscribe if you have not already do. It greatly means so much to me to just support this wonderful podcast. And if you have any ideas you want me to talk about, let me know. It would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> so, with that said, as I was saying for all my podcasts and all my videos, let's get you all the question how to increase your confidence in God for temporal necessities what is the first thing that comes to mind my friends how to increase your confidence in God for your temporal necessities meaning what you need on earth for me God's providence that's the first thing that comes to my mind, God's providence, because He provides for our temporal needs. God, our Father, provides for all of our temporal necessities, everything. He knows what we need. He knows when we need it. He knows when the time is right. And during that time for you to wait, He helps you grow in virtue. Because as I previewly preview mentioned it in my introduction side of the video, Whenever you have that lacking confidence in God, it provokes, provokes his anger. You do not want to get on that side. You do not want to go there, right? And what what we do tend, what we tend to do in that situation though, by provoking his anger, is by making irrational decisions, thinking that okay, this is not happening for me, so I'm just gonna go to this and like voila, there you go. You know, and you think that's best for you because why? Your impatience rattled you up. Instead of you patiently waiting for your prayer to to come true according to God's time, instead you felt lonely. You felt like I need someone. Therefore, I'm just gonna make a choice depending on like my feelings. Like, no, no. You have to enable your feelings to be what moderately put down and entrusting your feelings into God's hand. Leave it alone, right? Like, yeah, we're very emotional human beings. I get it. I really do get it. But we cannot allow those those human emotions to allow us to take control over us, right? To take control over our decision-making. And that's very important that we don't allow that to happen. And the enemy tends to do that all the time, trying to make us think like, oh, look, Look at you. It's not happening. Let's go. Giddy up. <laughs> Let's go. But then you there, then just make the wrong choices. Right? And then God tries his best to enlighten you as much as he can to help you listen to him to get back on track. And that's where you take control of pursuing God's plan. That's in your hands to pursue God's plan. 
right? So that's why increasing our confidence in God for everything we need is the number one thing we have to do every day and remind ourselves to do that every single day, right? Because confidence does demand that great strength of the soul. It really does demand that great strength. That strength, right? And it does demand it very much and we can't do it alone. Therefore, we always have to run to our lady for that strength and grace to do what it takes, right? And then, therefore, my friends, we cannot allow ourselves to be influenced by the world. Because yes, the world has like A, B, C, D, F, G expectations, but that's not for us to fill in those expectations. We're supposed to and we must only fulfill the expectations of God. That's it. Follow what God wants, what God's laws are, and that's it. Everything else is irrelevant. You only follow how God leads you. Don't let anybody else lead you otherwise. If it's not of God, don't listen. If it's of God, your ears are fully attentive, 100%. No, no earplugs, not on, no, right? So that's why when people lead you astray, you can identify if they're leading you astray from things that God calls you to do. And that's a red flag in itself. So allow yourself to keep on having your eyes fixed on Christ and everything else is irrelevant. So actually, I just want to share the story that I was told yesterday by a sibling Christ in mind. And basically what the story is, okay, when it comes to pursuing God's will in this world, right? There is a boy and a priest, right? The boy asks, wait, why is God like allowing all these crazy things to happen in the world? It's chaos, yada, 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 right? So... The priest asked the boy to run around the lap around the church once and tell him, tell the priest what was his observation. And the boy said, yeah, there are lots of trees, there's lots of people, and there's lots of uh, cars driving by. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And then the second time he ran a lap around the church, the priest asked the boy to carry a glass of water and run, well, run, pace, walk, pretty much around the church. The same way as the first time. And the boy, and the priest asked the boy, oh, what did you notice this time? Uh, the boy said, I didn't notice anything around me because I was focusing on the glass of water not spilling. And the priest was like, now that is how you persevere in your faith. Basically, and the moral of the story is to focus on your faith and not the chaos that surrounds your faith, right? There could be so much chaos, maybe like left, right, and center. But when you have your eyes and your faith fixed on Christ, there shouldn't, shouldn't be anything distracting you, right? And it's beautifully said in the story because it just helps us to have that reminder that no matter how much people try to influence us to quit things or to make us feel discouraged but like, yeah, no, see, look, it's not happening for you. Give up already. When you have your heart set on God, it's not going to stop you from doing it. It's going to keep you motivated because you will be aware that that's how the enemy is trying to attack you. 
through people closest to you, my friends. People you least expect. And only people around you will be able to notice it. But you can't. Because you're so caught up in that bubble. You're so caught up in that world, that blurred vision. That clouded vision of not seeing the reality, but only the illusion. And being caught in that illusion and not differentiating between your illusion and your reality, that's a problem. Because that's how the enemy will, will be able to maneuver even more and have more control over you when you're so caught up in your illusion. Right? So that's why we cannot proceed to conquer heaven as pure spirits. Is why you're composed of body and soul. Right? We're flesh. We're not born as our, like natural like spirits, no. Right? God gave us the free will to love him. God gave us the free will to have confidence in him. Maximize that free will for God's glory, to magnify him. Not to magnify yourself and not to feel like, oh, it's my choice, so like, psh, what are you telling me what to do? You know where that leads to, right? Self-destruction and into the hand of the enemy. Like, here I am, do what you want of me. No. We're not called to go in that direction. We're called to be different. We're called to face persecutions. We're called to face all that battle, even from the people you least expect, right? It's having that self-control to leave everything else in God's hands. Like, God, take care of it. If there are things that is beyond your control, it's like, God, you saw what happened. I'm leaving this into your hands. I'm not going to do anything. I don't want to add more gas to the fire or the flame. It's not going to do any good anyway, right? So always allow yourself to not succumb to what? Making rational decisions based upon your human emotions. And that's very important that we don't succumb to that, especially in our everyday lives, left, right, and center, right? So we have to and we must act what? Without God's assistance in the battle for the conquest of our blessed life. So with that said, we're supposed to succumb to enabling God's assistance to prevail in our life. But to not give up on that. Yes, I know. You're like, oh, it's so hard. Oh, like... The saints went through pur pur purification, perseverance, persecution, all the peas and whatnot. But it was well worth it. They constantly kept their eye on the prize. They were a witness of Jesus Christ. And they knew it's all well worth it. And they knew that their life on earth was just temporal. Just passing through. But... It's a preparation for the next, which is in heaven, right? And they knew that every day was a chance to not waste it. Every day they focused on bringing one soul back. Every day they focused on doing what they can, giving them with what they have, not with what they don't have. And with that comes with an increase in confidence, right? The example of saints. They help us. They gave us the footprints, as I mentioned before. Many books about them. The Confessions of St. Catherine of Siena. 
There's so much fruits in there. Highly recommend it. Lots of fruits. So don't give up in your life when it comes to struggles. When it comes to persevering in your faith, you don't just pray to God when everything's okay. And then when things are just becoming turbulent, that's, no, that's not your chance. But like, God, see, I don't feel like connecting with you because like, you don't give me what I want. It's like, no, you don't give up when it's inconvenient for you. You persevere in that more when it's inconvenient for you, right? We have to be those strong, true words of Christ in the midst of storms, in the midst of those challenges, in the midst of those who try to lead you astray, who try to distract you from what you need to do. Therefore, it's very important that we allow ourselves to be surrounded by the right people that will help and nourish our spiritual life. Not those who will just drag us everywhere and lead us to do what? Everything else but God at the end of the day. Which is why I highly recommend you go to church with your friends. I know, you know, things are open now. But this is the time to realize that now that the distractions are open now, you go to church even more. You don't only go to church when it's the only thing open. No, you go to church when everything's open because that is the way to show God that I am setting my priority straight. I know where my heart lies. Not in the world, but in God. Right? Like, yeah, your friends can be like, hey, come with us, let's go. You're like, no, I'm like, come on, let's go to church together. Suggest so that instead, help their souls to be enlightened. You don't just immerse with them and follow their lead. You be the leader. You set the example. Like, yeah, people are going to look at you weirdly like, wow, this girl's like, what? Trust me. That's bound to happen. Especially if it's posted all over social media. Even more so, people look at you very differently. Different ways. Different ways. It could be in your favor. It could be not in your favor. Trust me. But bottom line is, you're not here to please the world, right? Like, yeah, people are going to notice, but that's not for you to be like, hey, so what do you think? Like, no. You only think about what God thinks. End of story. Period. That's it. God can see everything. There's no need for you to justify things in your time. God has his ways. Leave in his hands. Let him do the work. Let him take justice for you. There's no need for you to do anything at that point, right? Like, bottom line is, as long as you know that you're just pursuing God's plan, that's it, right? Because people will betray you. People will definitely turn their back on you for whatever reason. But that's not for you to take justice and get revenge, no. God can see what you did, and God can see what people did to you, so just leave it alone. God does a better job at it anyway, so there's some point in taking it upon yourself. Right, so going back, we need to allow ourselves to remember that God provides according to the situation of each one, each one of us. So God knows what you're going through and specifically what you need at a certain time. So it varies between person to person. It's not the same for everybody, right? Like, doesn't mean this person got engaged or married now. doesn't mean it's going to happen for you tomorrow. No. It is molded, it is catered to your life. 
for you, right? God knows what you need. And we have to allow ourselves to remember that and remind ourselves that every day that it caters, God caters to our life personally and uniquely, right? But during this very difficult time of uncertainty, it's for us to remember that for great evils, God does send great remedies. For every great evil, God does send great remedies. But it's for us to trust with full confidence that God will provide. Despite of so much chaos, you focus on your glass of water as you walk in this world, which is your faith. That is what you focus on. Yeah, there's so much corruption here and there, but that's that's for God to handle. Don't don't bother with it. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Just focus on sanctifying your soul. That is what matters the most. Like, yeah, there is so much chaos in this world. That's not you to focus on that. Because why? That's how the enemy wants to distract you from away from your faith. It's through those distractions, through those chaos. Right? Leave it alone. Like God justify it. Like God take justice for it. He does a way better job at it. I'm pretty sure you've seen it in your life. I've seen it way too many times. That's why I'm just like, okay, no, that's it. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm not going to do anything more than that. It's a better way to realize that it's fine because you're trusting yourself in God's time to take care of it on your behalf, right? I'm not saying treat God like a Marvel Avenger, okay? No, I'm not saying like that. I'm just saying that during your journey, Throughout your journey, you're going to come across people that will definitely persecute you in different ways. Different ways, okay? I don't need to list that. And that's for you to trust in God to take care of that situation on your behalf. That's it. You just keep on focusing on your faith and focusing on your mission to achieve and to accomplish throughout your lifetime. That's it. Right? It's not like a chess game or like a battleship game. No. No, 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 right? So we need to constantly obey where God leads us. Even though it's in the midst of like, that cloud of unknowing, just know that in the midst of that cloud of unknowing, God's right there. Jesus right there. Our lady is just right there. Just helping you, watching you, guiding you trying to bring you to where she wants you to be and what to do at a certain time, even though it's so beyond your comprehension. And the more you trust in God, the more you will see more fruits in your life. The more you will see those favors granted upon you. And you trust more. And you increase your trust more. And knowing that you can never do anything alone without God. You can never achieve anything without God. I know people will be like, yeah, well, I studied because I got this. Well, God led you to have that strength and that grace to study more so you can get that great. Right? It's the small things that we tend to leave out in order for us to achieve something. But then again, we also have to think about the fact that we need to take that first step before God can work through you. But if we just sit back and wait, God doesn't work like that. We gotta try 
and then we'll see God's work in front of our eyes. And that's how we achieve greatness. That is how we follow the way to greatness and victory. Don't follow what everyone else is doing. Yeah, it looks fine, whatever. But choose the right pathway. Choose the narrow way of righteousness. Choose the hard way for God. And see where that leads you. See how you will change. See how you will see the world differently. And just see how you inspire others to do the same. But it begins with you. You first is where it begins. And then, the more you pray, the more you increase your confidence, and the more you grow in your faith, the more you trust God in providing for you in all your temporal needs, the more you will see God's work at hand. Don't allow yourself to provoke God's anger. It's not a good card to play. Trust me, you don't need to be there. If you don't need to be there, don't be there. Therefore, wait patiently when you pray. When you're fervently praying for something so much, you wait patiently. You wait quietly. You wait humbly. You persevere in prayer. And there, you'll realize and see how God is preparing you for whatever you're praying for. And then when the time comes, you'll be like, okay, get it. Should not complain. <laughs> it's always those times where it just like comes like a bomb in your face so unexpectedly. When you just like least think about it, because why? You're so busy just being one with God, waiting with God, waiting with our lady, waiting with Jesus. That's it. That should keep you busy enough, okay? If, the, if you're not busy enough, then I don't know how you pray, my friend. When you're busy, just trying to be one with God, that in itself is already a lot of work. It's a relationship with God. It's not just like, a, hey, God, so I kind of need this. So can you leave me a message? See if you like give it to me yet? Okay, bye. Like, no, you don't treat God like a concierge or like a, what? One of those 411s or Google. You don't treat God like a Google machine. Like, no. Cause you know how Google just like gives you the answer like one, two, three. No, you don't treat God like that. So that's why you have to enable ourselves to just be one with God, trust in our Lord. But during that time, you increase your confidence and trust more that he will provide for you. It's just he wants you to focus on something that's for his kingdom right now. But if you think less of yourself because the enemy has control over you, don't allow your human emotions to attach to you and make you make the wrong decisions and make you think that like I can't wait on God's side forget it I'm gonna take my life into my own hands bye no that only leads to self-destruction and whatnot so my friends don't give up on what you're called to do don't give up on anything that you're called to do and to lead this is the time right now to bring souls back to Christ. This is the time because there's so many people out there that are just lacking in their faith, becoming lukewarm in their faith, thinking that their faith is gone. You are being called to be the torch of light for God, 
for Christ and for God for a lady. Take it seriously. This is not the time to play around and to think that you always have tomorrow and to procrastinate. That's what the enemy wants you to think, to think that you always got tomorrow, forget it, push your tomorrow. No, you don't always have tomorrow. Treat every day as your last day. Treat every confession like your last confession. Case in point, right? So with that said, God bless you all. I'm so proud of each and every one of you watching these videos and listening to these podcasts. Thank you so much. So may God bless you all. And I'll see you all soon in my next podcast. And as I always say, in all my videos and all my podcasts, don't be afraid to choose words of Christ. Bye.